Good morning. Hello, hello, Fatira. So good morning to you. Do you know, in that day, in 1990, I was running away from the country. My dad was sending me overseas. He said, this is a bad day. It's going to be going bad. So run. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I'm so serious. Wow, there's a story. We we need to, you know, do a, an interview, a profile with Clive to hear more about yeah. that. So here was everybody getting excited about yeah. Madiba being released and your dad says, my boy, it's time to run. Yeah. Okay, there's a that's story. Because it, that's because of what he was involved in. So obviously he knew he might get into trouble. <laughs> I can't wait to get to the bottom of the story. But uh, turning our attention back to the markets, Clive, Asian markets yeah. are under pressure, it seems, and um, investors are weighing their options, uh, looking at more stable stocks, perhaps. We've had a struggling week, haven't we, Sakina, with the Asian market. It's been really tough, and it hasn't helped that China has been getting all these bad uh, data that's come out of it. And, and, and that's affected, obviously, most of the market. For example, right now, talking about Japan, the index fell 0.6%. The Asia, MSCI, MSCI Asia, our average across the Asian market, is also down by 0.2%. And most people are blaming the fact that there's no, uh, there's no uh, real uh, results coming out of the Greece situation. But they're all forgetting the fact that, in actual fact, if you look at the underlying uh, companies that are feeling this pressure, uh, they're mostly listed in Hong Kong. And the reason why they, they are feeling most of the pinch is because of the fact that the oil price is starting to slowly come back. You, can, you, can you remember, just not long ago, when we said when we, we went below $50, $50 a barrel, you just said now, you just said it on radio, you said $56. Can you see now the momentum is picking up again? It's yeah, going back up yeah, again. Yeah. And, and did I not say it will, it will be short-lived? I said to be short-lived. Between the next three to six months, you'll see the oil price going back to its normal price again. And the question is now, where do they put all those uh, extras that they've put aside? And Mm. will the demand come back as strongly as we expected? That's the question. Well, um, let's hope we, you know we can ride this out, you know, for much longer, and that it's 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 a rather more, (laughs) you know. Sustained incline rather than a yeah. sharp rise. So I, I'm Absolutely. just hoping for that because we can really. I filled up my car and I was surprised yeah. at how much it cost me. Pleasantly Perfect. surprised. Perfect. So you know what you must do? You must pile up on the petrol. Madam Kuku, please put that in the, the Kuku there. Put it aside. No, please. no, no, Clive. No, we won't take that advice from you. Let's get back to the market. Uh, yeah. Greece and Europe are struggling to find a compromise to make the Eurozone work. What's, I mean, what's happening there? Can I put it into perspective quickly for you? So imagine you've got a new problem. You know that Greece has got a new government now. Now imagine that you've taken over a new government, but prior to it, you were doing a campaign promising all sorts of things, and one of them is that putting the economy back into the right place. And now you realize, in actual fact, you've got more trouble with you. So imagine, imagine in South Africa if maybe the DA or the EFF promised people all these things, and then all of a sudden they find themselves in power. But they realize, wait a minute, this problem that's that has been left for us here. It's much bigger than what we can actually handle. And now they're trying to convince the rest of Europe that they can actually fix things, but the debt is massive. They owe, just around the Eurozone, 11 billion US dollars, just, just, just around Europe. And now they want to find alternatives which they can borrow from to help them sustain the economy. So they're going to Russia. Now, the problem is, if you go to Russia, you have to know the sanctions. And you can't communicate with America then, therefore, because there's little uh, going on between Russia and America at the present moment. And you're a new political party. 
and you have to convince your locals, the Eurozone, especially Germany, that you will do well uh, over the next couple of months. So they're sitting in a very difficult and dire uh, position. I don't want to be in this new government in Greece. But let's hope if they come to compromises, they both agree on certain terms and conditions, and maybe they lift some of the uh, Russian uh, um, uh, exclusions, then maybe they might just get some money and survive uh, for the rest of the year. Mm. And let's uh, just uh, hop over to the United States very briefly. What's this business about uh, Donald Trump for president? (laughs) I just love his hairstyles. I hope he's a better president just because he's got a better hairstyle. But, hey, this is what he's doing. He's putting away aside something like 18 million U.S. dollars to start the campaign just after the uh, uh, 2018, uh, just before the 2018 elections in the United States. So he's preparing himself now, already gearing himself up to become the next president of America. He's obviously got to be a Republican. He's going to be a candidate there in the Republican uh, uh, side. And uh, he says he's going to spend more money than he has spent. You remember he attempted it just before Barack took over. Mm-hmm. He, he attempted to be president. Now he's going full throttle. He wants to be the next American president. Can you imagine? He wants to be the next Ross Perot. But um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll watch that one. And um, what's your thoughts on Apple uh, breaking the 700 billion mark? I'm going to break it quickly, very, very quickly for you. So that's what this economy currently sits at 400 billion U.S. dollars. Apple now is sitting at 710 billion U.S. dollars. This means that Apple is twice the size of the South African economy. <laughs> twice the size of the other. So that means they can buy South Africa and invest in South Africa more than in. In actual fact, when I did the calculations, I compared with, with Nigeria. They can combine both Nigeria and South Africa's economies together. They can buy the countries out. That's how strong this company is. And I was asking myself, what would you call that, com- uh, that country once you join America, an American giant with South Africa and with Nigeria? It will be an apple crumble. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Clive, after that explanation, I'm not feeling great. I don't know why I'm not feeling great, but it's a weird feeling. <laughs> Okay, you know what? You go and complete your coughing fit somewhere else. We'll speak to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Clive, into Zavadu Ramachivela, our market analyst.